What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Carbonite Bounty BS with me and the nerds here. We do our live reaction of Boba Fett, or the book of Boba Fett, excuse me, episode four. So uh, real excited to get into this, man. I, hopefully a lot of people have watched this and are ready to discuss some of the things we're here to talk about tonight. But before we even get into that, let's let DP uh, let you guys know where to find us at. Nerdcyclopedia.com, people, make sure that you are going to that site. And um, there we have our, our your favorite platforms that you're on social media with. At Nerdcyclopedia on Facebook, Twitter, and also on Instagram. If you are watching us on YouTube, make sure that you are subscribing to us and also hitting that notification button. So anytime that we're on, you know that we're on. Um, also, if you're watching us on Facebook, um, thank you for watching us on Facebook Live right now. Uh, make sure that you are going to our Carbonite Bounty BS, um, uh, a Star Wars group, group. So you can actually leave memes and leave your favorite comments and everything on this episode and other episodes and stuff. Um, if you are listening to us on, like, you know, your i uh, your your smartphone, also on radio, whatever, uh, we are on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, um, uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast, we are there. And most of all, leave us some feedback at nerds at nerdsacopedia.com. We love getting feedback from you so we could give you feedback. Appreciate and before that. we move on, speaking of the, the Facebook group, you know, I just feel that this week cannot go by without me wishing our number one poster, Thomas, a happy birthday. Happy birthday. I'm sure you're watching <laughs> this and judging it harshly. So happy birthday to you. And, uh, you know, happy birthday. Uh, go easy. Go easy. Really big contributor to the group. You know, does a lot of uh, exciting memes in our in our uh, group posting. Yeah, so we really appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. He's awesome. The founding member of the Chewbacca Memorial Society. You know, <laughs> he, he kept us going through some rough times. Uh, you know, so thanks so much. All right. Sorry. I had to call that out there. thought it was a good. No, I appreciate it. Right. Good stuff, but uh, yeah, as we as we delve into this uh, episode four here, uh, we'll start with you, DP. What were your first initial thoughts of this one? Um, okay, I mean, I'm gonna be you know honest. Uh, I liked every episode up until this one, um, and it's not to say uh, I didn't like this episode. It was just it was it was not enough going on for me. Um, I thought it was I, the whole um, him going back to the Sarlacc pig. I, I was kind of questioning, like, okay, you're going back there to try to find your armor. We as an audience know that the armor isn't there, but he doesn't know it's there. So that's fine. But we spent a lot of time there, um, and and I, I sort of um, thought that Finnick was going to give him some stuff there. You're really going back to the to the den of the beast again. Why are you going back here to get this armor? You know, I mean, in order, and, and when you got the potential to fall back into the pit, and he puts his ship so close to the pit, you don't know what's going to happen. Um that was just, a, you know, uh, just, just, uh, I guess, a nitpick of mine as far as like the episode. Um, it wasn't a lot going on, you know, as far as this episode for me. Um, it, it did progress the pot, uh, plot slightly, and we got to see him, um, you know, um, gather like the the families and stuff all together to um, state his case on, um, you know, um, before he goes like to to war and everything. Um, other than that, it was some elements that was like that was like you know pretty decent and everything. Um, I, I did like them ch them chasing out a rat catcher and stuff. That was pretty hilarious. Um, and the whole meeting of you know him and um, Fennec Shan, you know I I, I I did like you know how that you know developed and everything. But overall, the episode was just kind of just regular. Um, I, I I wanted a little bit more you know this week. Can I can I go next? Yes, of course. Okay, so let me let me let me understand. So DP, I get it, right? But this episode to me was about the ship. It was about the Fire Spray Thirty One craft, right? So we we have to maintain that uh, through this. And the reason they went back to the Sarlacc Pit is because they wanted to show the diversity of this craft. And this is the first time we've ever seen this ship actually doing things. I mean, remember, a person like me, guy like me, I remember Empire Strikes Back, it, it landed and it took off. That was it. <laughs> the next time I saw it do anything was in Attack of the Clones. And it was under the direction of Jango Fett. And it was direct off the showroom floor. No modifications. So now we have a ship that's been modified by the sun. And he's now flying it again after being 
through a huge journey of turmoil and, and just horror in that Sarlacc pit, where would you go? You've got your best tool, like your, your EDC, your everyday carry tool back. Where are you going to go? You're going to go back to where you got blasted and wasted, where your, your life actually almost ended. You're going to go back there and you're going to use that tool to its, in, in everything it had. Uh, really? So, You're really going to go back to the place where your life almost in? I would, I would absolutely go back. <laughs> now, my question is, why does he not know that he crawled his ass out of the sand in his armor? That's okay. what I was going to say. That's what so, I didn't understand. What, what, does, what went on in his mind? He doesn't remember. He doesn't, you know, maybe it was so, the damage was so bad that he doesn't remember. So he knows that, so we know the Jawas have it. We don't know what sand crawler it's on, but so I get it, DP. I get, I get that you think, man, what a wasted 15 minutes of my life. I'll never get back. Why did he go back to that pit? Well, because that was the last, that was the, that was the turning point in his life where he knew something had to change. Okay. So he he took that he took that back he took his got his ship back he took it back there and he used everything he had to, to try and get his armor back um, okay so this this episode for me like filled in so many big chunks big you know how did this all happen how did he see you know grab the throne and why did he do that and and uh mandalorian book of boba fett crossover event in the background like we're seeing the we're seeing the attempt on fennec's life in the background and boba fett now has to go across the dunes on his bantha to find out what that was and that that, that was that was the great moment to me in the whole episode was when he found fennec and fixed her up modded her yeah. uh i mean that was That's great to that to me just gave me chills, bros. <laughs> but I would definitely give it a, a for me, it's definitely a, a, a 10 out of 10 for, for real, yo. So I don't know what else to say. I'm not going to say anything. So go ahead, T. Mitch. Blast me. I don't care. No, I'd go. I'll, we'll, we'll save his for last. But um, I'm kind of caught between both of you personally. Um, I understand where both sides are coming from. I was kind of like, in the middle. I mean, I'm just excited to get the content, so I'm a sucker, regardless. I mean, I guess if I'm being harsh, I'll give it a 9.9 .9 instead of a 10, because I'll deduct a little bit. It did move a little slow, like DP said. Um, there were some times I was just, like, expecting a little more, and, I mean, I know we talked about it in other things. Uh, I think the big gripe with a lot of people is, is Boba's not, like, this badass bounty hunter anymore we is can alluded to he's more of a uh, refined person he's now leading essentially the crime the crime syndicate so um we've seen through his trials and tribulations um with the tuscan raiders taking him on it's been a whole change of character maybe that switch does click when the war starts but up to now he's been pretty subdued and um trying to be more pacifistic in his ways so um Definitely like the development of him as a person. Uh, I'd like to him now exactly, uh, as we say, stated, out of the back of the tank. He's 100%. Uh, so we shouldn't mm. have any more scenes of that, right? So that's a good thing. He's uh, he's he's fully powered up now. You know? He had a yeah. moment. So, um, you know, excited to see that. And excited to see where we go forward, as we discussed offline here. Uh, as the episode concluded, we got the uh, Mandalorian, uh, one of the theme songs to that when they're trying to hire uh, a crew and, and, and warriors. So to see who shows up as far as the muscle. Um, maybe we get a Hondo. Maybe we get some space pirates. Uh, a lot of things. But uh, we were expecting four to be that big kind of splash episode. It looks like uh, episode five will be that next one coming up here. What about you, Hitch? All right. So I don't get you guys. We sit here and we talk about all these different mediums. And you talk about how much you like them. And I'm critical and then this episode happens, and I'm like just seriously sitting there thinking, this is awesome. Literally the whole time, every single scene, I was like, this is awesome. 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 Every single one. I love this episode of television, and, and I think that it has a lot to do with seeing the evolution of Boba Fett 
um, from the feared bounty hunter to the feared, you know, daimyo, the feared uh, leader of the house. And, and I think that this episode cashed in a lot of stuff for me. You know, Boba got revenge in a ruthless way, ruthlessly Mandalorian way, just says, I have this ship, and guess what? And just blows those guys all up, right? Just bang. Perfect. Really great scene. Love that. Love the whole infiltration of Jabba's palace. The little little um, the little <clears throat> spy droid thing was awesome. Something we haven't really seen in Star Wars before, but really, really cool. Um, we get more of the, the techno-cyborg people. Bigger thing in the Star Wars universe now, so I guess that's sticking. So that's cool. <laughs> so glad to see they're sticking with some of this stuff. And, you know, the Sarlacc stuff, you're right. But probably should have remembered that he climbed out of there in that armor. Um, but, you know, he had some scores to settle. And I am just a super-duper hardcore mark for the seismic charge. Anytime mm -hmm. he pulls that thing out, I'm just like, yes! And I was, like, yelling yes as it was tumbling down into the Sarlacc. So for me, you know, we got Boba Fett settling scores in a ruthlessly efficient way and explaining why, you know, he's being merciful. So explaining that away. Did we get some meta stuff? Sure. Do we get them saying like, we don't have to worry about the backstory anymore. That story is done. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're not, we're not going to use the back of the deck anymore as a storytelling yeah. device. Um, so there was some cool stuff like that. But for me, this really, so I just checked all the boxes. This was Boba Fett the way I wanted to see him. I really, really, really liked it. It, it filled in everything. It explained and mm -hmm. answered a whole bunch of questions. It, it just because I remember watching, I don't remember what episode it was in Mandalorian. It was the first season, right? Where mm -hmm. we saw that we we knew that was Boba Fett, but we didn't know how that was gonna fit in. And now here it's it's now connected. I think now that everything is we have a we have a universe now, we have a timeline that they can do whatever they want right now. I mean, they can put anybody in anywhere and we'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that happened in episode 14 and season six of this. And that, it, it all makes sense. You know, I don't think there's that they could do any wrong right now. Um, It's interesting because um, with Boba Fett, I, I feel that this series is like giving him a personality where we didn't really see a whole lot of that. Like, I guess beforehand, you know, as T. Mitch sort of alluded to a bit, I mean, you, you're seeing different facets of this guy where um, you, you didn't really he, he didn't really have much of a personality in like the movies or anything. I mean, he was more of a silent, OK, bounty hunter and, you know, said a couple words and, you know, bam, you know, that that was basically it. Uh, sometimes I feel that, you know, the Mandalorian was supposed to be him. But since we already got the Mandalorian, we're getting Boba Fett in a different type. Of, so they had to figure out, okay, well, we already got Mandalorian. We can't do another Mandalorian, but it needs to be Boba Fett. So we need to figure out, you know, how we're going to, um, you know, present this character. A lot of the stuff that that's going on with him is making sense as far as like, you know, the backstory and, you know, how it is. It's just, um, it's, it's new, you know, um, and it's not bad. It's, um, it's, it's, like I said, this episode for me, is, it was just, it was just regular and it could have offered me, you know, I guess as your casual neutral, as, as teammates like to say, you know, a lot more, you know, as far as a plot. Um, You're official now. You can't, we can't use the, the neutral tag anymore. But, but, but hold up, but hold up. <laughs> you guys, are, so where I'm coming from, I'm not as deeply immersed uh, with years of buildup as you guys are, you know, you three. You know, you guys got a build up of Star Wars. Shit. I mean, it's embedded in your DNA. This is not in my DNA yet. <laughs> this is it's, it's getting there with, you know, a lot of this stuff. But um, I, I'm just jumping on board. So, I mean, it's um, <laughs> we lost Ken there. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. We lost him. Uh, he'll pop right back in. That's Ken out of Ken, folks. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, 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 you know, th this has been in you, you guys DNA for so long, you know, so much about the universe, you know, it's expectations there. And you both, you know, have said that you guys are like suckers and marks and stuff, you know, um, to this yeah. stuff. So, I mean, you're predisposed to, you know, every element, you know, for the most part. You know, you you just happy to get like content, and he's yeah. he's like the mark over here. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> I just think I just think that Boba Fett is so central to this mythos that they have to give him something more to do than just be Boba Fett, because anybody can just be some ruthless a hole 
with a blaster and a mask. Like that could be anybody. And, and, and Boba Fett occupies a central position, you know, not just in like the toy lexicon, like the collector lexicon, like Boba Fett's like the, the like after Darth Vader, the next most important like style like, or design. It's what they base the entire like clone trooper look on is Boba Fett's helmet. So this is just such an important character that they have to give it something more to do than just shoot people and laugh and stuff. So Mandalorian for the most part, because you got the man, you got Boba Fett before you got the Mandalorian, right? Yeah. So essentially, yeah. But Mandalorian, Mandalorian seems like, like he's getting like, Din seems like he's getting some of the arc that Boba Fett got in the books where Boba Fett sort of became the leader of the, you know, the exiled Mandalorians. And, and that seems to be more along the lines of where they're going in the other series. And that's okay because they have the dark saber and that's, probably the quote the mandalore would have the dark saber anyway so so that's all going to be over over there but what boba fett's trying to do is not you know is like establish something more equitable in 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 criminal criminality because you know it's just one more profitable to do that and he wants to build something he wants to create something not just disintegrate things uh I am glad that we got to see, like you said, DP, the uh, the rat catcher show up and like and and say he says I'm Boba Fett and the rat catcher turns <laughs> turns himself off. He turns himself that off. Was that was down. way too ah. yeah, And he what says, "Well, oh, what a cute little guy." Yeah, <laughs> it throws him in the garbage. <laughs> yeah, that's like I, that was like something I'd ask for specifically, right? I want to see someone be terrified of Boba Fett by name alone, right? Uh, everyone thinks Boba Fett's dead. They they're like housing Boba Fett's ship. You know, it, it's 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 like Boba Fett's a mythical character, even in the universe itself. So, you know, it's good to see. I, I like where they're going with, you know, Boba Fett saying, oh, I'll fight this, these guys, I'll fight the, the goldfish people myself. And afterwards, you know, we'll all benefit. But obviously if I'm the one that's beaten, you know, up the, you know, the outside power, I guess who's the number one inside power. So if you don't help me get it, I guess who's not going to help me run it. Right. I mean, if I, I like that meeting, that meeting scene was really, interesting because he was really taking control of the whole situation so Mm -hmm. it was almost like okay you guys aren't going to openly support me i'm just going to do everything and and when the dust settles guess what i'm going to still be on the throne i'm going to be running everything around here and you guys are going to be thankful and you're going to benefit and you're going to prosper and you're going to know in the back of your mind, yeah, you know what? That guy really, he gave us a chance. He gave us a chance to have, what would what would you call it, uh, Steel City? What would you call, like, if you Equity? got a chance to earn property? Earn, yeah. yeah. So you had a chance, but you lost it. So now you get, you get the benefit and the spoils, but you're not really earning any huge potential. You know, it's I'm like, not gonna, you know, I'm not going to make that same offer to you again. <laughs> right. Right. This is it. I'm, I'm taking care of business. I'm going to house you. You're going to be under my protection, but you're not really going to, I mean, yes, you're going to, you're going to prosper very small, you know, but you, but you definitely could, you're definitely losing, you're losing some benefits here. So he made it very clear. And I'm still wondering if those houses, so there was the, I don't know what the, I don't know what the species are, but we we're all familiar with them, like Pondu Baba, Walrus Man. You know what was that, mm-hmm. what was that species called? And the trend, the transdosians were there, trans-dosians and the dog people there. of yeah. dogs of Cirrus Prime. Yeah, they're there. So there are these very legitimate characters and species in the Star Wars world that are actually kind of they're kind of missing out on a lot of this pie, a lot of this uh, Boba Fett pie that's coming out. Um, I thought, but. <laughs> I love the the introduction of the rancor and how that like, yeah, <laughs> everyone said okay. They sat back down and continued. We will abide. And they had their drink. Remember, Danny Trejo was down there with that rancor, like y'all, good job, you know, biting the ceiling and stuff. And are we going to see him again? I don't think so because he's not credited anymore. He's he's in he's down, but he's there. You know, he's yeah, down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I miss my mom too, man. I miss him. I yeah, miss you, my mom. You, you 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 introduce him. He'll be there before the season ends. You can't just do uh, one Danny Trejo. Yeah, he's, he's you have too. he has to be a recurring character if he shows up. It's like in Modern Family when he was Gus. You know, everyone knew there was going to be more Gus. 
Yeah, he's got to come back, along with Red Stapler guy. <laughs> Even Rude needs to be in everything, man. That guy's awesome. Mm-hmm. How about how about the, how about the violent Phoenix Sand Phoenix Sand Phoenix Shan scene where she came up behind the the the, the yeah the spices, bro. yeah oh my god was that not General Grievous <laughs> yeah I mean that was totally like a the spinning the spinning butcher knives yeah it was hilarious I seen that and I was like <laughs> those could be lightsabers what... like what was going yeah. on there I was like confused. As soon as that that droid showed up on the screen, I told my wife, I was like, I want them to stop this whole show and explain to me where where Chopbot comes from and like you know what's Chopbot's family like. And then when they killed Chopbot, I was like, let's see Chopbot's widow. Let's see the funeral. I want to see more. I want to see head more for Chopbot. Head in the lettuce. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> head of lettuce. Like, this is pretty violent for Disney Plus, boy. Man. <laughs> well, the robot died slow. Like that's you great. Pay for that. I know, right. Slow dying robot. That's like the only thing. Oh, it's the only thing is it's programmed to die slow. That's the only it does. Actually, I was yeah. I was on I was on Twitter and I saw a picture of an art installation where there was a, a robotic arm that was powered with hydraulic fluid and it was like gathering up the hydraulic fluid to put back into its tank, but eventually it would run out, right? Like no matter anything it did, it would eventually just stop. And eventually it seized up and stopped and, and quit working. Anyway, uh, that was a slow droid death, and so was this. And it was like impactful. Like I didn't know that you had to get a special sort of knife to 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 cut a droid knife. I didn't know there was like a droid knife. So <laughs> wild. A miniature arc welder, right? Yeah. It was in. It was interesting how they used that end scene, um, like the very last scene to to bring in the Mandalorian music, um, because without that, will we have any indication of their appearance on this show? You know, at all. Um, no, so they just bring really. that in as a teaser. You know that okay, we're gonna get. I mean, I mean, you have to put it out there. We're gonna get something. You know, if not the next episode, you know, episode after, so somewhere a Mandalorian is gonna come in. You know, into the picture, and it's sort of weird. I mean, I guess because we've already, you know, we already know the Mandalorian, and it's cool that they do that. They would do a crossover. I guess. My in, in my eyes, I would rather see somebody else, you know, appear, you know, besides right. something that we've already used before. Well, keep in mind, they don't have to bring Din Djarin in. I mean, it was just a theme of maybe the Mandalorian Creed, maybe. Maybe they don't do a crossover with him. They just might bring in Mandalorians from Mandalore, because although he is a, you know, bounty hunter by trade and he doesn't consider himself Mandalorian, he mm-hmm. was deemed an honorary Mandalorian. So it's kind of like you know, best of both worlds type deal. So, and obviously Fennec is the one who has the, the connects. So I'm sure she'll be bringing some new characters in. We may see some brand new uh, Mandalorians. It could be in another, even uh, another creed of the Mandalorians that we aren't familiar with. It might not be uh, the night owls. It might not be, you know, who knows? Maybe they bring death watch back. Who knows? You know, you don't know who, Ooh, who know, may show up. You know, we know Filoni loves to input a Mandalorian plot, you know, somewhere in there, right. any, any chance he gets. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can, I can dig that. I mean, not necessarily Din Djarin, but having, um to explain to uh, a casual audience why this guy wears Mandalorian armor, you know, right. um, and, you know, put that in there. So imagine I mean, that conflict. What if what if Din Djarin did show up? So mm-hmm. the last time he saw Fennec, he was trying to kill her or at least capture her. And now he thought he, she was dead. Now she's not. Who brought her back to life? Boba Fett. Imagine that that scene could be really cool. Like to me, like that's what I thought. I get I get what you're saying. They don't necessarily have to go that way. They can go some different, you know, direction. But I would really like to see them bring the man- Mando into this somehow. I think that would be really cool because we know he's there. He's there. Um, as far as I can, he never left. He never left the planet. Right. Right? There is a little bit of a time jump. So if they, I mean, remember he's with uh, Bo Katan as well. So if he comes, she comes because they have their whole. There you go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, it's going to be her, him. So it could be the crossover event maybe. with the dark saber, right? So they're because all together. There's your muscle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're gonna get a team together, <laughs> a team maybe. of Mandalorians. I mean, that's a formidable group. And if they show up in that light cruiser, they stole off the uh, Empire yeah. slash First Order. 
Mm-hmm. That's firepower right there. DP, what if uh, what if you get your early appearance? Sabine. You know? Yeah, who knows? Maybe, I mean, if anybody, I think I think they would drop her in, to be honest. Because if we think about the time this was shot, that's when they stopped the Mandalorian shooting. Pedro Pascal hasn't worked for Disney for a while. He was in Canada filming whatever he's doing, the Netflix series. So they've kind of shut down for a while. And when this was shooting, unless these were early shoots, I can't imagine too much Din Djarin or even – unless they do the stunt double, you just take his helmet off. I'm pretty sure Pedro Pascal was out during the whole shoot of the Boba Fett series, shooting that other that other series. That's why they couldn't bring him back to get the uh, season three done, and why it's been postponed to probably spring, maybe Christmas, if they can get it done. But uh, yeah, I mean that would be cool to see uh, Sabine, kind of yeah. real quick. Um, There's no Mandalorians that could show up where I would be like, ah, uh, no, I'm not not happy yeah. about that. <laughs> any, any of them, just any of them. Any, any, any one of them. I mean, more Mandalore, you know, stuff. I'm, 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 I'm there. I, I love Mandalore stuff. And if they brought them in, couldn't they bring in some of the Bad Batch? Couldn't they bring in? Stop it, Ken. Stop. I it, mean, stop it. That's what I'm saying. This timeline now is so, yeah, interconnected, and we're seeing. I mean. Just with this episode, they connected this current timeline, which we've already been talking about, connects with Rebels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've already been talking about that. We, you know, we're, we're talking about a difference of maybe 10, 15 years, and that's nothing in, mm-hmm. in this galaxy. Well, when you're talking about paid muscle, like you said, um, it has to be a big character drop. It has to be some EU character, that because Plony's big for that. Of some bounty hunter that we don't know about because you Alan Carr—that's who would show up in an EU book, but, right? She talks about you know how much money do we have? You know these Mandalorians don't work for that much. I mean, and they usually mm-hmm. want paid Beskar. Yep. So yeah. I, you know when I'm talking about you know we need the reserves, it's going to be a big reveal, and it might—it's probably not going to be somebody that most people are known, but it'll be a big EU reveal, I think. Yeah, and there'll be enough backstory coming along with that right. to bring other elements in i mean yeah i mean that's why i think this episode was it's what is it so we're like almost midway through this season yeah i think it was midway right the seven or eight episodes seven seven episodes so we're about like halfway we're halfway there so this episode really had to go back and connect things and bring us up to date and, and fill in all the blanks and explain things like okay so what's that the the black melon now we know what it's called. We didn't know what it was called before. The the the, the fruit that they're drinking yeah. out of. Yeah. No. We didn't have a name yet. So now we're like connecting all these little tiny little pieces together now. And it I mean so, get yours at Galaxy's Edge tomorrow. Going on <laughs> Black Melon so, drink. So with the background <laughs> of like like how Boba and um Phoenix Shan um met and like you know how they, they came together and everything. Is that sort of like setting us up for maybe like some some betrayal down the line for Finnick? You know, um, oh, no, I, mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. No, no. She's no, more like a life, she seems like she has a life debt than him. Yeah. And he tried to dump her. She wouldn't leave him. He tried okay. to dump her a couple times. So. Dump her a couple times, right? And he was like, dump her. next time, don't touch my buttons. And then he's like, <laughs> next time, you know, ne- what do you mean next time? Yeah, yeah. She's, she's in for the long haul. She sees... Okay. Yeah, she sees him as a a supporter, as a you know a promoter. Uh, I think he she's gonna she's gonna latch on to him and stay with him. I mean, she was impressed with it. But, but 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 did we need that? Did we need this origin story to establish that? Didn't we already know that? You know, um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it was it was a, it was some stuff there that they could have maybe just like shorthanded a bit, and you know. Sped, but I know you guys are like super just okay, just just eating up. Eating I'm up a the, sucker, man. You know that. I, I wanted to see that. I wanted to see how they met because <laughs> I mean, think about it. The last time we knew that they were together was he was we all he saw all we saw was his the bottom of his legs and her dead body. And then all of a sudden now they're together in this this empire, right? They're building this new right. So we well, did, didn't we see her when the um, uh, Din Djarin ship blew up? She was on the corner with she was a sniper, so she was in the Mandalorian. Yeah, she was in season two. 
Yeah, she was the sniper on the hill. So, but I mean, he didn't necessarily knew who she was. But uh, you know, DP, you brought an interesting point up earlier about their the personalities that they're they're running with, and and Hitch alluded to this as far as these bounty hunters just aren't these like I guess like these big bad characters that like are these you know Western gunslingers. They do have depth. We are seeing maybe a different side of what people wanted to do. And you know, I kind of alluded to this before the show even started, like. If Disney Plus were to ever try a rated R series, and not for maybe sexual content, but like violence, this would be the character just based on his backstory. But um, I, I like the way they've taken the character. I mean, that would be the only that would be the only way you can take him is it would have to be a mature rated show, uh, a lot more darker story. And I, and based on the, what they're doing with these stories, I don't think it would have fit into the, the whole universe how they're doing it. So I, I kind of agree that it's better to maybe keep them as less you know barbaric characters because that's what everybody sees them as is these mandalorians as being just war barbarians they're just a creed of people who just love as they said they like violence i believe that's what palpatine even alluded to them and some eu novels and even some uh, canon novels they write that this mandalorian race are just barbaric they're barbarians all they care about is war and war and you're seeing the depth of the people and it's one of those things that we talk about normal life lessons you don't know a book until you're you know to actually read the content, so you just can't judge it by that cover. So I, I, I like what they're doing with with Boba, with Din, um, even as we see uh, Bo Katan, um, you know the humility in him, and we saw that even in you know Rebels as we discussed our watch longs through that series. So I kind of like what they're doing with all the characters, but uh, I still like to see that a little more gritty. Maybe we'll get it somewhere along the line in one of these shows. Um, who knows? I thought this was a pretty gritty episode, man. We got a Transdotion's arm ripped off by a Wookiee in a, in a yeah, casino oh, for no man. reason other than he had money. For no reason. I watched it a couple of times. I couldn't see what his motivation was. Why? Did he... I didn't like that they were winning. Just doesn't like to <laughs> see anything. doesn't winning. like that they, they were getting more than he was. Nope, that's it. Yeah, yeah he, brought it. That, he brought that tremendous hater energy. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, that's the thing about a Wookiee. I mean, they, they, you know, they, they are haters, and they will rip your arm off. Sort of hope for the Transdosian's sake that that they grow another one fast. But this is a place where you can get a techno arm pretty easy. It does right. some wild, wild stuff. A couple yeah, credits yeah. will get you all fixed up. Yeah, just a little bit. The club, the club owner tried to, you know, calm him down and everything. He was just like, mm, okay, I'd rather give you the money so I can. Yeah, it's worth <laughs> a shot. It's worth <laughs> a shot. <laughs> I'm black crested, you know, chrysanthemum and everything, you know. Um, uh, uh this is not gonna work. And I knew, I knew Mando was. I mean, Mando. I knew Bo was gonna um recruit him. I mean, I just had that feeling. As soon as you let him go, okay, he's gonna be a member of his um, you know, um, army or whatever, you know, uh, group or whatever, you know, in a, in a later episode. And sure enough, he's he's there recruiting him, you know. And that's so gangster. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's so. That's yeah, he's, no he's, he's value. Yeah, he's, he's value, and and you don't need you don't need numbers. You need you need strength and brains. And what was Fennec? Yeah, Both. yeah. Both. Yep. Strength and brains, and you go back to, you know, the mobsters. You know, the Godfather. Mm -hmm. They didn't have huge armies around them, but they had people that would get the job done. You know, they had people, especially when you got into the the entourage, you know, the people that went with them to protect them, to get, you know, to whatever they were going on business negotiations. You know, they had people that just were there and they they had a specific job and they did the job. Well, that Wookiee's going to do a lot of jobs really well. I yeah, mean, I mean, you, you, you have a big Wookiee there to intimidate. Mm -hmm. That's all you need. <laughs> you know, right. I mean, be silent, hold a gun, intimidate. That's you know? right. You like know, talking like and negotiating. That, that guy doesn't have to do nothing. He just has to be. Mm -hmm. And Fennec's gonna ride in our rancor. Yep. The That's rancor terrible, is right? part of his army too. He can open that door and release him. And and yeah. there you go. That takes out like 50% of your uh you know, 50% of your enemy right there with a rancor, especially a baby rancor. What a brilliant move to have that um, meeting right there and that and the table right there over mm -hmm. the, the, the rancor pit. You know, mm -hmm. that was just like, you know, just straight like, okay, 
<laughs> if I need if I need a response and to, to to get them scared and everything, yep, this is that's what's gonna work. Yep, and sure enough, yeah. And he was like, "Sit back down, everybody. You know, like, <laughs> don't worry about it. I'm sitting on this thing too. I'm sitting on this door too. So just know it's there." Yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed. Did you see the detail of uh, Chris Anthon's costume? Like, I think it was over the left eye. If you saw close enough, there are scars of where like something clawed it, and you saw like the raw meat under it. It was just like I was watching. I was like, man, that's like a really, really badass costume. Like, mm -hmm. you see Chewie, and Chewie has an iconic costume, but the detail they put in the Chris Anthon, he has like claw marks on his arm, and you'll see like stuff where they kind of showed the scars of them, like a like the battle scars. I was like, man, that's really cool. That I mean, it's I guess it's technology where they're going, but I mean this the costumes, even Boba's. His armor, I mean, it's just, you know, it looks so much better. When we seen him originally, it was kind of loose on him, wasn't, now it's fitted, it's, everything just looks neat, like it's refined. So what was the, um, what was the, uh, the bar owner saying about him, like, what was he, like a, a wrestler? What was his, what was his conquest? What was she alluding to? What was her, what was his, what's his back? Oh, dude, so... so He's a gladiator. Yeah. yeah okay. Remember another... in the Mandalorian, he would do those ring fights like that we yeah. see in the Mandalorian. So he was a paid prize fighter kind of gladiator. Well, one he, of was, the uh, okay. he was he was big time. He was, he was like, known, yeah. And something yeah. happened, he probably got beat up, and then it was you know his yeah, fall. Well, who knows how long ago that was? Wookiees lived for so long. They right. lived like to be hundreds and hundreds. Like Chewbacca's 240. Who knows how old this old mashed up? So would he be like the Grim Reaper? Like, would he be like that I mean, big? Like, if you're talking like wrestling, is he like? He's like movie? the Undertaker. <laughs> he has dream. He's, he's the, the Undertaker. Undertaker? Okay. Yes. Everybody loves the Undertaker, though. I mean, I get my picture taken with the Undertaker. I'm not gonna lie about that. Well, I like that. Let's let's make sure we we make that comparison because the Undertaker's huge. I mean, and he, <laughs> he he's big, and he didn't. He just used his his bigness. For his yeah. for to to win, you know, he was just an intimidation, and he was he was dark. He rolled his eyeballs up into his head and everything, you know. So he had like he had all that going on. Yeah, all Chris Anthony has to do is sit up like he does when he gets knocked down. Yep, just sit up and <laughs> with his yep. knuckle. <laughs> oh yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> that's an yeah. easy way to sell the show to people. Hey kids, it's Undertaker basically. <laughs> that's all you need to know you know lots of wrestling analogs what a great episode though i mean i i i really i this checked a lot of boxes for me it's things i was asking for the boba fett intimidation finally let's finish the backstory let's move forward tie us into mandalorian uh you know move the plot along tell me why what happened to the ship explain why he had to wait because he didn't have extra muscle you know, I, I mean, it all makes sense. So, so this episode did a lot for me to, you know, move the plot forward, push us forward toward the next, the next piece, which is, you know, whatever's going on with Din and Grogu and the whole, whole gang we left behind at the end of uh, Mando. So look forward to the, looking forward to the resolution here. It'd be really interested if they even go there as far as like, and, and you know, with that plot instead of saving it for like, you know, season three of the Mandalorian and stuff, you know, to address that here, I guess it would be really great for like, you know, our season, season three of the Mandalorian is a time jump. They've already said that. It, so it's not going to be close to this. It's a time jump. Oh, uh, wow. Oh, wow. So that means that if, 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 I mean, if Din Djarin does show up, a lot of that would have to be addressed, right? Yeah, well, I, I don't know, but they did a, they did already confirm that there's a time jump for the Mandalorian season three. Interesting. How, hmm. how long did they say? Uh, not sure, but I know there's a time jump. I mean, there's still all this crap time. to happen. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. Even you know, I was just thinking about that. How cool would that be though if they just? I mean, they need them. They don't need muscle for Din, right? Just drop the the light cruiser in from space. Just peek it in and just blast from sky, right? How sick would that be? If you just saw the, the the light speeder just kind of pop in the atmosphere and just rain down like uh like Thrawn, you know, kind of did, and we saw that episode of, of Rebels, just you know, drop some drop some bombs down and just be out in and out. That's all I, I mean, need to see. You don't need to show the characters. Yeah, I mean they have everything on there, right? They have tie they have tie fighters, tie destroyers. I mean. 
they have the whole ship, right? So they they command all of it. How sick would that be? I mean, thinking about that, yeah, makes them it would make them a real like the ultimate hired guns in the area, right? Right. They're probably like they could probably fight the government in most cases because we know the government's scrappy and young. Scrappy. <laughs> they'll get any anybody any they'll give anybody a badge. They won't even vet them to see if they're crazy or not. They'll just be like, ah, you can be a marshal. That's just how it is. Boba taking out that speeder game was the speeder game was awesome. That was just crazy, and the way he was looking while he was doing it. I mean, it was just you know. Did that did that not smell like video game level right there? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, oh, you know what? I smell a Book of Boba Fett uh, VR video game coming <laughs> or from somewhere. Yeah, because that would be. I mean, I'm I'm down. I already have my credit card out. Let me buy it. <laughs> uh, so, what was my thought? I had a I had a I had a thought. I got lost. But uh, you know, with all this going on, I mean, how intense would that be if they just really brought in all these other characters that we were just all talking about and it was all in the last part of the season we got everything that we wanted here i mean yeah i mean you're so, talking about like so you're talking about that, that. the avenger the avengers assemble moment dp's uh um, yes you know, end game yep. moment as we say because they own that too right they own marvel so they yeah. could definitely take concepts <laughs> and we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have they Iron Man flying here episode, for all we know. We had that episode nine, though, remember? We had the Avengers Assemble in episode nine. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's not go there. It's been right. done. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I see what you're talking about, you know, Ken. I mean, you had, like, um, you know, several characters from what we've seen before, you know, come up in. I mean, you're talking about a big war that's supposed to happen, you know, a yeah. coming war. You're talking Dude. about a coming war. So something's going to happen. Somebody's going to show up. You know, and it's going to be a big thing to, you know, to help them fight. I hope it's not just an episode where it's okay, you're building to this and then drop everything into one episode and that's it. You know, I hope it's it. like a couple episodes. Yeah. Because you know? this Pike, this Pike uh, uh, syndicate, group, syndicate mm-hmm. I mean, they're huge. I mean, there's, wow. as far as I can see, there's thousands of them. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what just hit me that would be indeed, this will hit hits another way. And I know it will. You know, we talk about how big the pikes are and how they're bringing in, you know, starship transports of soldiers, right? There's not enough Mandalorians, but they have a ton of money. And what does a ton of money buy you? Anything you want. Specifically, it buys you clones. Oh, yeah. Because you're going, you're going to need bodies, right? So what if we go back, as you said, oh, man. to that planet, you know? Camino, I mean, Omega's, Camino. Ome- yeah, Camino's there. Omega's still there. Oh, wow. She's went back. Oh, wow. oh, you know wow. th- that factory might have been shut down, but I'm sure there's other cloning factories. And what if we get that 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 Boba, that Django, that that flashback where he, you know, you know that's it? Because you're going to need mad mad bodies. Think about it. That's the yeah. fastest way to get bodies is to get clones. That will be wow. the ultimate thing to do. That replicate yeah. them, train them, and then hyperspace them to Tatooine. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, imagine that communication. Uh, several starships have assembled outside the perimeter. So, you know, they're just there. <laughs> they're launching vessels toward us. Huge. I mean, you're just, trying- it's just clone troopers. They're just throwing them at us one at a time. Yeah. They're just falling out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, the they, but they, they have, jet, but they have they best car armor and yeah, jetpacks. Yeah, that's sick. That'd be crazy. Uh, yeah, that would be something like you know crazy I'm, to see. I want to see the clones that we already know about, though. You know what I mean? Like they're they'd be old and decrepit, you know. And it's interesting to see, like, as Boba Fett is kind of going through the life cycle of the clone, but at a, at a pace that we'd be familiar with, right? So we already know, like, what he's going to mellow a little bit and be wistful about how he spent his time and be reflecting about, you know was my entire life just a conflict if that's all it is. And so it makes sense for this character to follow that same trajectory that his brothers did um, yeah. when they were his subjective age, right? When they were in his 30-ish, 33 or 4. I, I think Boba Fett's like 45 or something here, whatever. So, you know, a midlife crisis it's sort of... 45. It's, it's also interesting to me that, you know, he spends all that time with the Tuscan Raiders, you know, doing all the training and learning all their ways and stuff. And he still feels the need to 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 get his armor. You know, um, that's the armor that he he 
that he feels most comfortable with. I mean, I know we have to see him, you know, this from is both thing. That's from huh? his dad. His dad, right? Django. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. It's a family thing. He doesn't need it. He's got his dad's ship, mm -hmm. which, so this is interesting. His dad took the ship off the assembly line and used it. Boba got it, modified it, put better better sensors on it, better tracking, better shielding, better weapons, you know, upgraded it right from what his dad was using it for. Mm -hmm. It's a whole family thing with Boba Fett from top to bottom. The Tuscans gave him purpose because I think he lost. I mean, they even said it when the, when the empire fell, the mm -hmm. bounty hunters jobs were gone. Yeah, absolutely. There wasn't any need right. for them. Right. So now he had to sort of reinvent himself and become not so much a bounty hunter or a solo uh, a solo dude. He had mm -hmm. to find a purpose and find a way in the world. And I think he took some teachings from his dad and he built on that with what the, the sand people were teaching him. And he and he became a new a new thing, a new, a new way. Uh, I think that's going to be very important. I think the other Mandalorians that are going to come in and help him are going to see that. Maybe he's going to be the new leader. Maybe, maybe Boba Fett is going to wield the dark saber at the end of this whole thing. Maybe he's going to have the seat of power in the outer rim plus the dark saber plus the dark wow mm. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm, 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 I'm sure i'm sure bo katan will have something to say about that hooray <laughs> or yeah or, or sabine yeah or sabine who knows somebody will have something to say something. someone's gonna have the house of ren try to reclaim the dark saber find out soon on this show for some other show we're just gonna rewrite everything that disney does right here we're just gonna like change it and make it make it what we want it to be right uh well the cool thing is one final point on kind of the uh the whole arc of this is is when are we gonna see some carbonite like i need to see somebody frozen let's not kill the leader of the pikes freeze them in the carbonite and then like leave him somewhere in the palace like that's like iconic to me you know han and everybody that's like the thing of the the syndicate right is how you mark your you know your your supreme your supremacy is all these elites who tried to try you have been frozen and they're not killed they're just basically jailed yeah infinitely so yeah i'd like to see a carbonite scene i mean din did it let's mm -hmm. see uh let's see boba use some carbonite and freeze a couple uh a couple people up so would we bring hondo in too because his little uh his little buddy what's his name mitch his pig buddy little pig yeah. buddy yeah <laughs> the Huguenots were the only ones that really knew how to use the the carbonite d d device so maybe there's something there maybe we do see hondo yeah oh live action yeah. hondo who would play right. him oh the dude on the uh uh, that beer commercial where he's like, uh, you know, when I do things, I do them interesting. He's like the interesting <laughs> guy. Oh, that guy. Yeah, that would be Hondo, right? The guy. The Dosakis yeah, guy? Oh. The Dosakis guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most he's, interesting man in the world. He's the most interesting man in the world. And Hondo will tell you that, that he's the most interesting pirate mm -hmm. in the galaxy. Wouldn't he? <laughs> That would be hilarious, yeah. I would love to see that. That would be awesome. Yeah. And also, uh, just to let you guys and let everybody know, Jay, we did. I did see your comment, man. How you doing? Appreciate you uh, coming on the stream here with us. So uh, appreciate you listening. And anybody else who uh, wants to interact, please do. Um, shoot us messages, whether it's in the comments, uh, whether it's live. Please interact because we appreciate that. So uh, thanks for tuning in, and I hope you're enjoying the show so far. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> Yay!
Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, overall, um, yeah, I can't wait to see, you know, what was happening, like, you know, next episode. Um, you know, if we do end up getting some more, you know, Mandalorian lore at the most, you know, we don't necessarily have to have Din Djarin in there, right? But, um, if we get some Mandalorian, I mean, they played the the theme and everything, so you got to deliver, you know, mm -hmm. that's a written check. Yeah, 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 <laughs> definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's my expectations. Next episode, we're going to see some. Something that has to do with Mandalore, Mandalorian, or what what have you, you know. Um, right. so definitely gotta cash that check. Um, and just can't wait for this war to come up, you know, mm -hmm. to see, you know, see how that develops. You know, we're on the back half of the um, you know, the season coming down, you know, got about three more episodes left. It's it should be a if if I'm saying that this episode didn't have enough happening, then these next three episodes should have a lot, you know, yeah. um, you know, preparing for this war. Yeah, definitely. And I, I feel the same. I mean, think about it. We have three episodes left. We still haven't been the the other sides of Tatooine. We haven't seen the pod race yet. So maybe they explore oh, the planet more to maybe they explore the planet to kind of build up, you know, the 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 army, if you will. So, uh, you know, we got three episodes to do and hopefully the runtimes pick up. You know, they've been like around 37 minutes each ish after you average out that long one. So hopefully we get a the longer run times these last three because like. You know, as we know, me and Hitch are the marks or the suckers. So I, I, whatever you throw at me, give me an hour and a half. You know, I, I'll, I'll be up. I'll be up. Give me pod racing, please. I'll take it. Please, I'll watch right, the whole thing. Please. So please. you want gambling? Steel yes. City. You want gambling? You want gambling? You want, you want children to watch gambling? On I TV? mean, we do it here every Sunday. I guess it is. It's always a game. <laughs> with, a, with a black chrysanthemum in the store in the in the mm. corner, just waiting to just <laughs> with that I mean, hater that, energy, you know. He's over there, and you're just like, he's gonna do something cool. I know he's gonna do something cool. I know it. He's just gonna just shoot a pod. He's gonna shoot a pod on a pod racer. Just blast it. Just grab the pod. Just yeah. 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 <laughs> it's uh, yeah, guys. I mean, it's it's been another fun episode here, and. uh excited excited for everybody to be on again i mean we are uh, you know finishing up as well this week for people who tune into uh, carbonate bounty s we'll be finishing up our star wars rebels here so uh please stay tuned and look out for that as well as we just finished up our rebels finale so uh definitely a lot of other shows on there please 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 interact just like jay has um you know, we want we want yeah, we want more people to interact with us, you know, whether it be Facebook on here, any any of the unlimited avenues on social media and ways ways of media to interact with us, please do as we appreciate. But, uh, yeah. Tell your um, friends, subscribe to the channel and hit that notification button. Yeah, please, please, please subscribe. It really helps us out. And like I said, as far as what we want to do in the future, it helps the channel out so we can do funner things and uh get into some fun adventures with everybody. So uh until next week, guys, will we finish uh, we actually, we conclude with episode five of the back half of this, this kind of part two of Boba Fett. I will see you guys next week. And as we say every week, this is the way. This is the this way. Is the way. <laughs>